Hey Achievers, this is Maya, founder of Healthy High Achievers. Join our global community and create healthier routines to avoid burnout and feel more calm and healthy. Let's get to it. Hey Achievers, welcome back to the Healthy High Achievers podcast. We have Sahant Mogbedi here with us today. Um, Sahant is a body alignment and breathing specialist. He was able to avoid surgery after a hip injury competing in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And how did he do that? Well, he looked for alternative routes. And just like me, he started studying everything there was to study from massage therapy. He went to Buteco breathing, had a certificate in that, looking up the latest science on the body and so on. So after 12 months of training, he completely healed from his hip injury, no pain and no surgery. So now he's helping other people to just become a better human being, become better in your health, in your lifestyle, and improve your health in, in every way. So Sahant, we met years back in Cusco when you were taking Spanish classes and I was working as a manager of that, that school, Mundo Antiguo. I, st I still love it there. And now you're living in Mexico. I remember you were talking about moving to Spain, but hey, now it's Mexico. So you recently moved there. You just got you know right into it, building your client base there. And I know I have listeners on here who are thinking of moving countries and building their business. So Sahant, what's your secret? <laughs> Hi everyone, thank you Maya for having me and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. The secret is to continue being a high achiever, continue yeah. setting challenges for yourself, continue to write down those big scary goals and um, just going after them and every day putting your best foot forward and also mm. uh, surround yourself with people that are already doing the same or doing better than you and don't be afraid to ask questions. You yeah, know, like, we have this beautiful world of Zoom. You know, you have access to any other entrepreneur or people who are taking big leaps just online. You can connect, create your own little environment of people who are doing what you're doing, what I'm doing, just doing it. And you're saying high achiever. Yes. How are you being a healthy high achiever? Well, it's... It's been a work in progress. I mean, you're, you're constantly improving. It's never, it's never a linear line. You constantly have to trial and error. You have days that you feel really down or tired, but then you, you push through and you realize, wow, that's, that was just a bit of an excuse and it was all in your head. And you, know, you just um, keep going and the results um, keep coming through. Um, one of the main things um, that has really helped me, and that's why I built my, um, that's how I built my um, health and wellness practice around is looking at how we can be a better human, you know, so looking at our ancestors, looking at how they used to live, and then be able to see how we can translate that and use some of those techniques in the modern day. But also, you know, we're much busier, we don't have uh, access to going out to nature and switching off. We have so much stimuli around us. So it's really important to, um, you know, prioritize those things, things like simple things that some people underestimate, like uh, getting natural light first thing in the morning, going out and switching off, putting your phone on flight mode, you know, if you can half a day or a day on the weekend, um, you know, getting into nature and getting regular exercise, 
those main um, main things that we've been doing for years, um, sometimes they seem so simple. They're like, wow, that doesn't work. Some people might ask, but once you start that routine, once you start getting your body clock right and getting good quality sleep, everything else starts to uh, work itself. And I've, I've noticed that in my life because I used to be a night owl. I used to go and party all the time, be out till God knows what time in the morning. Now I'm in bed by 10, 10 p.m. So, you know, there's nothing out there that will rob me of my good night's sleep. But um, you just realize that when you get a really good sleep, when you're connected better with nature, your brain and your body just functions better. And it calls you to eat better. It calls you to do make better choices for yourself. And I think when people see that other side of the coin, they see that perspective shift and they just give it a go without any expectations. And then maybe two weeks later, they go back to what they were doing. They realize that, wow, this is, this is what my body needs. Mm. Of course, lifestyle and behavior changes. They don't take one day. It requires commitment and requires um, prioritizing. You know, if it's not priority, it's not going to happen. But when you do, and then you see the improvement in your relationship, at your business, at your school, uh, or whatever, whatever you're deciding to do on, on your self-development, um, the results are exponential. Yeah, absolutely. And so many key things that you mentioned there. We're only two minutes in, people, and I'm already loving this. Because <laughs> you say you look at your ancestors, right? You look at what have we been doing? for so so many years before we had this little machine in our hands of like I was going to show it here this little yeah. machine that we all constantly are using to be in touch with people what did we do before that right and it's it's when we're constantly connected connected online I'd say with the online world we forget how to be connected with ourselves with our bodies and like you mentioned the body will ask for it. The body asks for you to eat healthier. The body asks for you to sleep more. But when you sort of numb yourself with the online world and all these just that rushing thoughts in your mind going after your goals, you might just stop listening somehow. And that becomes a habit too. So then it's that counter habit of really listening to the body and creating those small habits that sometimes seem ridiculously simple like getting sunlight in the morning but can really make all the impact like Sahant who's not a night owl anymore <laughs> what does your morning routine look like and how did you get that started those little habits um it it changes from time to time every six months to a year I find I fine-tune things but um it all started about 10 years ago um where I started just adding cold therapy getting a very soothing, um, like a nature music um, alarm tone. So I don't wake up with beep, beep, and I mm. set it at the, uh, just before the sunrise. And then I'll go out and walk to the beach, get barefoot and just watch the sunrise. Or if I'm five minutes late or something, you know, I, I watch the sunrise and um, get as much natural light into my eyes. Then I'll you know, go for a swim into the beach, or if I don't have access to a beach, I'll just have a cold shower. And I just noticed that, wow, I feel more present throughout my day. I mm -hmm. still feel tired or I still, you know, there's, it's not a magic pill immediately, but you feel like something is different. So I started to 
ask more and dig more and um, implement different things. But um, right now, um, I'm in Mexico City, so and I'm in a you know very highly populated area. But I have a little dog, so in the morning I wake up and I have about 45 minutes to myself where I meditate and I don't see any light. And by the time I've done that and I've had some peace and connected to myself and my breath and I have a little bit more clarity, then um, I take the little puppy and we go to the park where I did natural light. And, um, you know, every, every second day or every third day, I'll go for a little bit of run. And um, then I'll come home. I have some time to organize my stuff and get some, get some movement, get some breakfast have my coffee and by about 10 30 a.m i start my actual work day so i don't get into any kind of um any kind of work until my time is respected and i think mm -hmm. um you know as i'm getting older i'm going to be 36 soon so i'm more and more careful about my routine because i want to keep my longevity up i want to be stronger and fitter as i get old so I can avoid any any um, slowdowns that I at least if I if I can prevent it, perfect. But we can all do that, and human body is extremely smart. When you set the right tone and the right environment, and the behavioral changes start to happen, then you notice that hey, it's not actually really hard to stay in shape um, or stay in the same clothes um, size, and you know feel great and have energy levels and have good sleep. It's, it's just a bit of a practice. But, yeah. Um, yeah, a practice, a practice that you started 10 years ago. And like you said in the beginning, you switch it up every six months or whenever you feel you need it. You know, there are times yeah. when I had a morning routine of, yes, it was meditation and going outside right away. And then there were times where I just wanted to wake up and in my pajamas, write content because I was inspired and I would just start but without turning on my my wi-fi or social media so every phase of your life you need a different kind of routine and people you don't need to take cold showers um, <laughs> I know I wouldn't be able to but I know the science and I know how good it is for your immune system kudos to you that you did that but just listeners you don't need a two-hour routine. You don't need cold showers. You can have a routine that could also be like five minutes, right? And Sahan, you know how fast you can change your body and get into a space of healing and well-being, raise your vibration, boost your immune system. It doesn't need to take two hours, right? You then would know that with your training. And I was going to ask you, I saw on Instagram that you got your certificate in Buteyko breathing a while back. What is that? You know, because I am interested in getting into those breathing exercises that I know that you also incorporate. Mm. So great question, because I always ask, um, I always get asked about breathing. They're like, oh, you're a breathwork teacher. I've done a breathwork class or, you know, we, I've done Wim Hof. It's very different. Um, the Buteyko breathing was, um, was um, started in, um, in the old Soviet Union by a Ukrainian doctor uh, named Konstantin Buteko. And he was an asthmatic himself. And he started to find the, um, find the um, he started to notice that people as a result of incorrect breathing patterns and breathing too fast and too much using the mouth, they're having symptoms such as asthma, 
are just panic attacks or they're just suffocating and uh, dying in his hospital where he was working. So he decided to start thinking and he, he thought to himself, is it the asthma that's killing these people or is it that these people are not breathing correctly? What if we had a mm. different perspective of breathing? And he started to go down the rabbit hole and um, the scientific literature has been keeping up with this method, you know, and there's been thousands and thousands of studies and a um, lot of people have not only healed, but completely reversed their asthma, their sleep apnea, their snoring or brain fog, all, all these symptoms uh, are as a result of, you know, a breathing that's not supporting your current lifestyle. So um, mm -hmm. I, um, I really liked Retaker Breathing because I was having some tough time, you know, starting in starting my business and I was having a lot of anxiety and I thought I was healthy. I was, you know, doing my morning routine, getting sun, cold therapy, eating extremely well, exercising, but I just felt like I'm, I'm having these anxiety attacks and I'm constantly having race in mind. And I'm sure, and a lot of people think that's just normal because mm. it's, everyone's dealing with it at some stage during this um during that time so i i went to a weekend course just to manage your mental health and your breathing without any expectation and i did the weekend course like yep a lot of the information i absolutely loved it but then you know sometimes we just get the information get the paper and just just sits there so then a couple of weeks later i was like no i really need this you know Financially, I'm struggling. I'm, I need a whole shift in my life. And I have all this time. Why not just dedicate my, my time and my day to really nail this breathing and bring it into my life? And in about a week or so, I noticed that I'm, I'm much more calm. I'm like driving in traffic and I'm stuck in traffic for ages. And I'm just like, really, ah, this is good. You know, life is good. Things are getting better. I was like, oh, that's not like... That's, not, that's very out of ordinary and then about a month I noticed I had no panic or anxiety attacks and um, I noticed that I'm just much more calm and I can focus so um, I started studying and reading more books which was very hard for me and um, you know I noticed that wow there is a huge need for breathing and breathing education so that's why I decided I called the lady and I said, I want to get certified with the Ruteco Clinic International and I want to include this in my therapies because I work with uh, posture or people with chronic pain um, inside my clinic. So uh, I used to notice everyone saying how they have shortness of breath and they tick, uh, they experience anxiety, this uh, shortness of um, breath and feeling suffocated and they're all gasping for air when they're laying down on the table so I was like wow there is something missing from my craft so when I got this um Ruteco breathing certificate I started contacting all my friends all old clients and the current clients and said hey do you want to hear more about how your breathing can be optimized and how you can go from sick to very healthy but not only that if you're already healthy you can get boost your brain um with oxygen and be able to create more be more productive and have less um crashes in the afternoon as you're working and you're looking for that three o'clock um, coffee break you know what i mean mm. 
So it really helped. And um, as a result, I'm, I'm still teaching it. I'm still sharing and uh, making workshops around Mexico City. And people here are very, very um, you know, receptive to it. And they're loving it because um, we have altitude um, to 2,500 or something like that above sea level um, meters. Mm -hmm. And also a lot of contamination, a lot of uh, smog, and um, you know, so people have a lot of nasal congestion. So, you know, we, we can always add those little things that can give us huge results in our professional and personal life. Yeah, and something as simple as breathing, you know, and people might be saying, and I might be thinking, hey, I know some breathing exercises, I do them every now and then, right? I know this one thing that calls me down, or I have an app to breathe with. <laughs> but how is the Buteco breathing different? Or actually, a question I wanted to ask you, and that I'm curious about myself is, how should we breathe? Is there a small tip or trick that you can teach us today? Sure. So to, to have a very basic breathing um, understanding and education, you need like two or three days of, you know, but we're yeah. going to just a simple crash course, which hopefully will plant the seed for your listeners to be able to continue following the um, line and also learning more and more down the track. The main, main reason, uh, sorry, the best way for us to breathe, if we're not eating and if we're not talking, is breathing through the nose. Now, this is where things get tricky. When people have been used to um, breathing through their mouth, if they've been having nasal congestion, rhinitis, or um, you know, they've had some deviated septum or have, have had problems breathing constantly through their nose, which is a huge part of the population, then you know, they might say, well, I can't breathe through my nose. So that's that becomes a whole different level. So we talk, to, talk about that in a moment. But we should be breathing through our nose during sleep, during rest, and during exercise. So that's what some people is very hard to get their heads around that. But Especially nose, when we sleep. How do we breathe through the nose when we sleep? I can't control that. <laughs> well, we have to change behavior. And so mm. everything we decide to change in life it can't be just, I want to do this. We have to look at why we want to do this. And then we have to say, okay, am I willing to change the behavior? Because if I'm willing to change this behavior, that means I have to change several things as well. I have to let go of things if I want to implement something. So with um, breathing um, for us to be able to have the best um, optimum lifestyle, we need to breathe through our nose. So at night, we'll get there in a second. But during the day, if, if people cannot um, invest in time or the money to see a breathing therapist, there are books. Um, there's thousands of books which we can share. There's one that's, that's called Close Your Mouth. There's one called Shut Your Mouth that was um, done by a guy in 1800s where he went and studied the natives all over Americas, south and north. And he saw that these people even make sure that the kid's mouth at night is closed. A mm -hmm. little baby, there's a nurse going around and um, ensuring that the baby's mouths are closed so they don't mouth breathe at night. But um, you know, another great book is Breath by James Nestor. That's a, that's a best-selling best book. And you know, a lot of people who are starting to learn about breathing 
they use that book as a great guidance to go forward and be able to bring breathing into their lifestyle and improve their life. Now, if we don't breathe through our nose, well, that's one thing that a lot of people they say, well, I can breathe through my mouth. Why should I be breathing through my nose? So a couple of few important things, our nose moistens the air, our airways and our lungs do not like um, rapid air and dry air. So when we breathe through our mouth, we get about two to two and a half times more uh, turbulent air into the lungs. And we, when we use the mouth, we use the neck and the upper chest. So we push the body into a fight or flight mode. So we stress mm. the body when we use our mouth to breathe. Our mouths were only designed to breathe at a very extreme emergency case. Example, you're in the jungle and you see a jaguar across there and he's looking to hunt you down. So you have to run for your life. And the, the way you're breathing so fast is, is so turbulent that you cannot control it just with your nose, so your mouth open. But most people, when they're sitting on a desk, just typing on a spreadsheet, their mouths are open. So, you know, all the dry air comes into the lungs. Now, another few other um, qualities of nasal breathing, um, we don't have any protection against bacteria, against viruses, fungi, or any contaminants. Um, if we don't use our uh, if we don't use our nose, so the nose is cleaning, filtering, and slowing down the air. And when we use the, let's say you're in Cusco in winter, you go outside at 8 a.m. and it's what five degrees cold Celsius. air. Cold. Yes. You you bring you nose breathe. By the time the air hits your lungs, the air is the same temperature as your body. Mm. your body is not reacting in any shape or form and your body is working at its best now if you change the equation you're going to stress the body and you stress the body in a way it shouldn't be just like over accelerating a car when you drive or driving in the first gear all around town eventually there will be too much stress and there'll be a cost effect so those are the things that um, we take a breathing does it educates you how to change your breathing, how to decongest your nose, and how to breathe better and monitor your breathing so you can eventually be in charge and continue improving your breathing rather than needing a therapist and rather than having a lot of symptoms and needing um, medical intervention. Yeah, and very powerful how you were talking before about the asthma and really asking the doctor, asking himself like, okay, is the problem the asthma or is it the breathing, right? Or is it the panic attacks or is it the breathing? So really going upstream, really seeing, okay, where's, what can we do more upstream in our health? And that's often, you know, the way we chew food or the way we breathe. It's just really those, the essence, you know, how much sunlight do we get in? Do we get in? So I love how you're just focusing on those very vital important habits that are way upstream way above and beyond um any healthy habit that you might want to do right now these are the sorry if you heard that someone rang the bell <laughs> but you know did you hear that Sahan? just a question it was very faint 
Okay, I love this microphone. It hides everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to buy one of those. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, I, it helps me so much living in Peru. You know how much noise there is on the streets here. Door, dogs barking, street sellers like ringing the bell or just construction works. And this microphone just hides it all. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> back to breathing. <laughs> I'm just going to be more mindful. And when I'm filling out spreadsheets, I don't know if I'm breathing through my nose or my mouth, honestly. So just pausing and just seeing how am I breathing right now? You know, first asking that question. And like you said, with any habit, also asking yourself why. Why do I want to breathe differently? You know, is it just because you read it somewhere on the internet, you think that that's what you should be doing? Or is it really something that you want to change right now? And something super interesting that I didn't know was that when you breathe through your mouth, your body's in a fight or flight state, you know, so your body's feeling stressed. And I had no idea. I knew that the no noise, um, that the nose blocks like viruses and bacteria and stuff, but I had no idea about that. So I learned something new today and I'm grateful for that. And Sahant, if people say, okay, I want to know more breathing through my nose great but you know Sahand is talking about like a three-day workshop um how can people work with you to know more and learn more great um so i have um i post on instagram i have taken better i uh, had taken better time for myself over the last few months but i'm going to be um, working on putting more um, material out there and i'm working on an ebook and some videos but um where uh, I do courses from time to time on Zoom. I love working with people in person, but I do have clients from all over the world that contact me for certain um, health issues. And um, I'm going to be running another course soon, but uh, best way to keep up is I would look at, um, you know, if people want to work with me one-on-one, more than welcome to contact me on my website or on Instagram. But usually I announce on Instagram my courses and. Uh, you know, we, we talk a lot more about the science. Uh, we'll have more um, exercises into the group and also the training material because I'm a big believer you can go and have an amazing course, an amazing experience. But if you go and tomorrow you don't have anything to practice with, then that experience is just a memory, you know? Mm. So, you know, if people come in and investing time, investing money, I want to make sure that if they can't see me ever again, then at least they'll have the science so they can go and cross-check. They'll have some material and they have some clear training material where they can practice the exercises super safely and obviously um, definitely see the results. Yeah, in great. Their, their lives. So yeah, um, that's, that's one thing I'm uh, really passionate about and why I talk a lot about breathing because... It's changed my life and I want to, at least other people get a taste for it. If they don't like it, no problem, you know. But, you know, if you decide that you do it and you'll notice your life and your professional, personal life is getting better, then, you know, the air doesn't cost anything. You can't put a cost on breathing air. So it's, um, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, absolutely. And people do check out his Instagram. I'm going to put the Instagram and the website of Sahant in the show notes in the description below and um, definitely follow him he posts all his workshops and tips about breathing it's great 
And what personal habit are you working on right now, Sahant? So personal habits, I always, I'm, I'm like most of your uh, listeners, I'm always working on many different um, <laughs> projects. But um, I noticed um, a few days ago, I noticed that um, I'm not having a huge challenge in my life. So I noticed that I'm helping people getting into better shape, be more optimized, do better. But I feel good, but I felt like I don't, where is the challenge? Because the challenge was coming to Mexico 14 months ago. So, um, you know, starting a therapy business here and all my clients are Spanish speaking. They're all Mexican people. So, you know, now I feel like I need more challenges. So I was like, why don't I start looking at running more? Because mm. I practice, I, you know, I help people with um, better human movement and why not uh, push myself? So I'm looking at, um, you know, getting into few comps eventually, maybe next year and uh, start planning some, you know, maybe 5K runs and just to be able to have a challenge because it's, it's so important to not be in the comfort zone. You know, it doesn't matter if you're doing good or you're doing great. That means that if you realize that you're doing great, there's always a potential for you to do greater. And we're, we're unlimited beings. We're, we're just, we can never tell how much we can achieve. So if someone says, hey, I'm doing good, that means they're doing 50%. They probably can go, you know, twice as much. Not to say you have to burn yourself or work hard or stress your body, but having little challenges in your life that can keep pushing you and setting those big goals that are going to make you get up early in the morning and make you feel excited about, uh, about life. And, yeah. um, Find something that excites you. You know, that sounds exciting, not too challenging, but still challenging, you know, not to the point of burnout and stress and worry, but really that feeling of excitement in the morning of like, hey, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do this. This is my goal. This is my challenge. This is what I'm going to do. So, so great sound chatting to, with you today. It was so nice seeing you again after so long. And people do check out his stuff if you want to learn how to breathe well breathe better um and also just all his general um tips and tricks as well to just be that better human being you know just to take better care of your body of your mind of yourself in your life um definitely check out sahan's stuff so thank you so much sahan thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure and i hope uh, everyone gets something out of this absolutely see ya take care Thank you so much. Bye. Hey, Achievers. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. Please, please, please subscribe and review my podcast. It would mean the world to me. See you in the next episode.